Fuck, I didn't figure out the joke yet. Oh no. Oh no. Cockatooey. That is a joke. That's that's a desperation oh. joke right there. Well, that's as good I'm... as that intro's getting. With with this, welcome. Hello and welcome everybody to episode 5 of Uploading Podcast, your favourite, interesting, most credible tech news show in the form I, of a audio-only podcast. And I think credible gets you opened up for libus there. We're again <laughs> joined by Mr. Sod. Yes, honoured to be back yet again. Very I good. none of you are sick of me yet. <laughs> I don't think people are. The only message I got, literally, I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. The only message I got so far was, oh, um, he's Irish. And then, like, two question marks. I mean, that, that, <laughs> is, that is a good question, because, like, my accent is what I lovingly refer to as a Rorschach accent. You know, like the Rorschach ink blot tests. Whenever you hear my accent, you just assume your own beliefs upon it. Like some people think I sound very American. Some think, uh, people think I sound very British. Some people generally do think I sound very Irish sometimes. It also doesn't help that with uh, Asperger's. I kind of mimic pits, uh, bits and pieces of accents that I really like. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just <laughs> come out sometimes. And it just throws people a real loop. Like uh, Scottish from I think what's it has it? a big mixture mm-hmm. of many things. Yeah. Which is similar to what I have sometimes. Depending on like a random word, I'll just pronounce it like some random fucking accent. I mean, to be fair, that's <laughs> probably just the accent you most associate with the word because of some character or something. But also like accents, yeah. you know, like mainly presented through like uh, film and television that do cultivate a certain like sound and image for their own benefit, you know? Yeah. Not yeah, when you're in Germany, though, because then everything is redubbed in German. Ah. So, literally, that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, that, that, I imagine, are you an like, uh, English speaker first, or do you prefer, damn it, I was just about to turn off Do Not Disturb. Oh, oh that's, uh, a, that's a good shout there. I need to check on my phone. <laughs> Now it's already on Not Disturbed. Good. Yeah, I, only, I only just turned the Wi-Fi back on, had it off watching a film with my brother, and I was like just about to do it, and it just beeps. Anyhow, are you like a native English speaker, or do you speak German for, first and foremost, or do you bilingual? I mean, I haven't spoken English until I was like 12 or something, uh-huh. which then I was... I'm that's, just asking because you speak uh, it incredibly well. Like, that's true. I'd hardly notice an accent um, at all. But actually, I... Strongly preferred Ge- uh, English more to German <laughs> for a number of reasons. But when you live in Germany, you just have to speak it, and it's yeah. fine. But that's just, especially in writing, I really hate it. Oh. Because we have all these insane special rules of how to write words and what words you need to, like, uh, write with capital letters. Oh, goodness gracious. That, like sounds, that. that sounds like a pain. Like, And I like how in English it's... Mostly like a very stupid and basic uh, language. There's yeah, not that's... many grammar rules. You don't have 10 versions of, I don't know, want or something. And we have like 12 different versions of ha- how to say want, depending on what person we talk about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how honestly, like, stuff like that. A lot of people learning English say it's like the hardest language to learn. Because, uh, uh, generally, a, a lot of other, a lot of, no, from speaking another language, you know. Because there are these so many other rules about like what on like for French uh, masculine and feminine vowels. Yeah, uh, we have three. three. We have three. We have masculine, yeah. feminine, and neutral. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! And then it's just like uh, Cantonese, Japanese, like that. That's a whole different mm-hmm. system as well. Moving from that to English is just so complicated for them because, like, like you said, it's just like a very broken down streamlined language oftentimes i'll sit people... I'll, oftentimes i'll sit somewhere and think mm. oh this this cannot be correct because in german we'd have like a random specific case of what type of word we should use like when you say long time no see that sounds really wrong to me because <laughs> i don't know we we put that in like the past tense and stuff in german 
And in English, it's just, oh, long time, no see. No and see both sound really dumb to me, and I don't think it's correct, but I think it actually is. Yeah, so that is the thing about around, English as well. It's like... Getting, yeah, getting my mind around how basic English is is really weird. But I yeah, figured it's it out, also and I love it now. First and foremost, about just kind of like mouth flow, you know? It's like, what feels right to say? That's true. Because like, there's a bunch of like apostrophe words, like there like they are if you ever try and say that broken up in a sentence saying they are is always it always just kind of feels so wrong you know so you end up just breaking it down into that apostrophe version just to streamline it and it's that way with a lot of things like even if it's like technically not a correct usage if it does flow better people will kind of get it and that's the first tangent for the episode. <laughs> Six minutes in, it is already off the rails. But that's Let's fine. begin with my introduction. <laughs> oh, God. Six minutes in. Hello, hello, hello. Sod Passion Projects here. Recording this right before I do a stream. Be playing Dark Souls. But uh, new scene schedule, for those wondering, will be on Fridays. What's it um, alternating between Deathloop and the Medium? <laughs> On a Saturday, still playing Black Book, and Sundays, uh, Genesis Quad Dark Souls, I just said that. Also random stuff on the Thursday. And you'll be able to find my link tree to all my stuff in the description for this podcast. That's I very think. interesting. I think people it's remember nice who enough. you are yeah. if they listen to the last episode. <laughs> Do people it's- listen to more than one episode? I hope so. You've already introduced yourself with the last one, which is fine. It's good. You could talk about it again. Mm. It's I just think, like new and recurring people. Like you I always have to assume talking about your schedule is. <laughs> I think that's a bit too much because we don't know when this is going to come out. <laughs> well, like I Probably do the full now. playthroughs of those, so it's like if you don't catch me this week, it's going to be relevant for the okay. next couple of weeks until I have to eventually change out a yeah. game. Okay, then it makes a bit more sense. Anywho. This has been the second tangent. Yeah, let's let's roll in the first into the first topic. Hello and welcome to this funny little ad. It's not funny, it's just it's not even an ad, it's just an interruption. Yeah, I'm asking you to please leave a rating in your favorite podcast listening app. A rating and a review if your platform allows that. Leave a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you're listening, check if you can rate podcasts there and check if you can leave a review and then just write, haha, this funny or something like that in the in the review section and uh, give us five stars or four or three. Probably, I mean, five is the best. Thank you for helping us get more listeners. It's uh, pretty awesome if you do that. Thank you. Stocking made easy by Apple, I believe. <laughs> A yes, swimsuit model says she stalked, was stalked, my bad, by a stranger who slipped an Apple AirTag tracker into a coat pocket before following up for five hours. An AirTag, first released fast April, is a nickel-sized tracking device that acts as a key finder with Apple users to attach, uh, with Apple users to attach it to their personal items to make sure they never get lost. However, there have been multiple reports that the gadget which retails from $29.99 USD, have been placed by stalkers and thieves inside other people's handbags, cars, pockets to track their whereabouts. Nada appears to be the... uh, Nada? Nada? Appears to be the latest victim with the model revealing her expenses to be... uh, Experience... Relaying... Relaying, my bad. I'm struggling on this one. Uh, experience to her 827,000 Instagram followers. That's pretty interesting. So do you even know That's, what Apple ad tags are? I'm aware of it, like especially reading that, but also just knowing it's like, it's like, oh, this solves a pretty common solution. It's just, uh, sorry, a solution for a pretty common problem it's just why people have that particular problem can vary wildly. Hey, I've lost something and I want to find it. Oh, is it your keys? No, no, it's this girl I like that doesn't know I exist. Yeah, this is insane. I know. I 
that's this woman on YouTube who does like shorts and she's she's blind. Mm-hmm. She always starts her videos with like, oh, how does a blind girl, I don't know, find her purse or something? And then she like demonstrates how freaking awesome this air tag is, not only for if you just don't know where your keys are, but also if you're just blind and you literally can't find them. Yeah, like having that's the phone the problem, tell you, having the phone tell you, oh, four meters forward, and then you know exactly where it is. That's good. That's very good. But then when people take great ideas and do shit like this, I just hate it because that leads everybody else to not be able to use that great technology anymore yeah, because you'll get shit legislation. It's just a tool, you know? It's all about who's, who wields it. Like, you can say this about any instrument in the world. You can do great, wonderful things with it, but you can also do terrible things if that's what you want to do. And it's just very hard to account for that. Um, I think Apple need to do a better job at showing you that there's an air tag near you. Well, that's the problem, though. It's, like, very tied into Apple products. What happens if, like, you know... You're just an Android user. Actually, I know that. I I know what happens then because they Ooh. Apple have released an app which is called like uh, I don't know, Ooh. AirTag Alert or some dumb shitty name like that, <laughs> which you can install and then that will monitor if there's an AirTag near you, so you can't get stalked by it. But I went to mm-hmm. get it because I think that's actually a, a part of a good solution. But Mm-hmm. Oh look, it's US only. Well, fuck off. <laughs> That's the worst. Like, it's so frustrating. These companies that essentially operate on a what's it international scale and get the money internationally. You know, America, Europe, uh, various other places. Canada, I want to say, but Canada has very few people apparently. Anywho, it's like they care about America first and foremost. I can still not get access to, like, HBO Max. And it is so infuriating to me. Because, like, shows that I want to watch and support on that service, I cannot. Because I'm in the wrong country. And they've various shows have just kind of been, like, cancelled or wound down. Because apparently there wasn't, like, the audience support. Whereas they keep trying to make it, like, um, Lucifer which got such international appeal that Netflix was like, no, this makes sense for us to buy it after Fox cancelled it and then aired it on the service. But that worked because it was appealing to a broader audience internationally. Okay. <laughs> Tangent number three. Well, I think, I go back to this topic. When Attacks first come out, came out, I remember that... It took like three days of having an air tag near to your iPhone until you got get noticed. They're gonna notice that the thing is following you, and that was way too long. And now it doesn't say how long it takes. And I think this should immediately tell you as soon as you like move away from the fucking restaurant you were at or something. It should immediately tell you so you can take the thing and fucking like crush it with your foot. <laughs> Three I mean, days that, is a long time to get a ton of, like, you get so much personal data by monitoring somebody's movement for three days. Oh, God, yeah, that is unbelievably invasive. Like, knowing where they go, where they have the breakfast, where they get the coffee, at what times they go to the gym. Like, it's also, very dystopian. If you look at the notification, there's a screenshot on the article, and the notification is, this item has been moving with you for a while. The owner can see its location. I don't think that is clear enough for people who don't know uh, what an air tag is. It yeah, explains what happens, but then wild. somebody, like some grandma, is not going to know what this means. Let alone... If I look at phones like my mum's phone, there's like constantly a hundred notifications just sitting there. There should not just be a notification. Yeah, it should be more than that. Like, 
I have two Instagram, uh, not Instagram, uh, Twitter accounts tied to my phone. I get a lot of notifications from them, two branded ones. Uh, this notification would immediately get buried by just the amount of notifications I get from that and like YouTube and like Twitch. Just gone. I will never know. I will yeah. never know of my stalker. You should have like some kind of pop-up message that like takes over your whole device. Yeah, yeah, so people can be aware of what's happening. Because this, yeah, this is like an actual big flaw in this product so far. They didn't think about this enough. Also with the with the Android thing. One thing that I would like to happen or want to mm-hmm. happen is that the Android people also get together and make something like this. Samsung has their own system for this. Obviously they have. But Android itself... As an mm-hmm. ecosystem, all Android phones don't have something like that. If we have that, there's like different smaller companies. You have Tile. Maybe other phone companies are going to get onto this. Fucking Huawei or Xiaomi or something. I would want just an industry standardized tracking standard for everything, for iPhones and Android and like whatever, just so they can work well enough and great. And so everybody can know and that when they're being fucked with. Mm. The problem is, though, is like, what if you're like constantly around someone frequently enough, like say a coworker, like, and they have one of these on their keys and it's like, Hey, this has been following you fairly often for like the last couple of days. And it's just like, you know, your coworkers keys. Like what happens in that scenario then? I think you can, trust certain accounts or certain people i'm unsure or if that's not a thing yet you could totally implement this because those air tags get registered Mm -hmm. to people right it gets registered to your apple account or your samsung account so it it totally knows oh this is silas's thing and this is sod's thing oh trust sod's items and then you don't get a notification for that i'd certainly hope so but At the same time, for, like, burner accounts, well, it's a whole different thing. Like, just burner accounts to avoid accountability, avoid it being traced back to you. That's a whole different ballpark. Well, I mean, you don't use a burner account for your normal things, right? If you have... No, no, like I said, like I said, totally different thing. I thought about it, and then I realized, no, no, this is a whole different tangent. Yeah, like, if we meet, I know you, we could set up... I don't know if iPhone has like friends things or whatever. You could set up some, some, if, if if in iMessage or something or WhatsApp, you can put like oh a button that just says trust this person's devices, and then oh yeah, I leave Son alone again. But oh shit, I've put his wallet for some reason. His wallet has fell into my backpack, and I leave. And then instead of it saying, oh, you're being tracked, you will die tomorrow, it just says, oh, you have to pick up Sod's thing. I mean, that actually would be fairly useful. Because you're not going to have a burner account on your normal, actual, serious things. You can have a burner account on random shit when you want to stalk somebody, but you wouldn't have that burner stalker account added as, like, a trusted person. Yeah, I realize this too as a thought of the question, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think before you speak is always something that I have to tell myself as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I know that. But what was the fun in that? Like, as a streamer, you have to realize you got something that isn't just, like, blatantly, wholeheartedly offensive to, like, a group of people. Say it. Fill the silence. Fill the silence. Uh, well, that's... That's basically it about this topic. Do not use this cool device against <laughs> against <laughs> <in> evil ways. <laughs> against normal fucking brain logic. Was it called common sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> normal <laughs> normal logic. brain logic. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both could use some coffee. Is that is that wait? Common sense. German. Oh, okay, there is a German word for it, but it's just really way different. <laughs> mm. Okay, next topic. Moving would you, on. Would you like to read out this one? Twitter getting new features. 
Twitter is testing. Twitter is testing on a new TikTok like for. Oh, <laughs> this is fucking a fucked sentence. Twitter is testing a new TikTok-like format for its Explore Discovery tab for selected for selected users globally, also in India. That's pretty smart because in India TikTok is banned. Oh, well, that, okay, then that makes sense. I was just about to say, like, Twitter tries quite often to add, like, features that just aren't relevant to its platform. Like, the, the because new, t- Twitter is very much a secondary site, you know? It's like people use that to just shoot stuff out there, upload art, which is a primary thing, but there's a bunch of other sites for that. It's like just meant to support and promote yourself or get thoughts out there. It's not really like a main hub like Twitch and YouTube, you know, or yes. any other site. You can spend a lot of time on Twitter, though. <laughs> There's many oh, you- big communities, but the the main point of it is like fast, snappy, small. I'm going to say news bits, whether it's actual news yeah. or just news about your thoughts. That's, yeah, yeah, like doesn't matter, but yeah. Yes, short, snappy bits. Here's some yeah. art. Here's some thoughts by a creator that you like and think is funny. Here, you can like them. It or here's like a promotion at the live. Oh, I'll go watch that. That is what Twitter is. But if TikTok is banned in India and they're setting up this feature where TikTok is allowed, uh, Twitter, my bad, is allowed. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the new the new UI is being tested on selected users who have the latest version of the Android or iOS app. I That's not don't. true. Who use the latest version of Android or iOS? What is, how does that work? Uh, well, that's, that's the thing, confusing. though. iOS can only update like to the latest version so far on what's it uh, certain projects uh, products. I think I'm like on 12 or something and it's like on iOS 15 now on the main phones. But like mine's That's just constantly way worse getting on Android. You should yeah, be mine's, mine's constantly just getting kind of patched and updated to still be functional because of how many people still use an iPhone 6. But like there's a lot of functionality and capabilities that are just lost cuz like the the phone doesn't have the hardware to support them. In so this test, users will be able to swipe up and see videos, images, and even text-based tweets in a vertical format, just like you now see in TikTok or Instagram Reels. Also, Twitter is testing a one-time mm-hmm. warning feature that will let users flag their posts with labels like nudity, violence, or sensitive. Previously, Wait. users can only mark pe- uh, can only mark based on a single label, sensitive. There's many things going on in this. My question is, is that like a reporting or can like, um, say, a a lewd artist, shall we say, and make certain artwork, like upload it, but add this tag. So that way, if you're on an account that's too young to view it, or if you have it set to ask for permission to show me things of this nature, first and foremost, that way it's just like filtered out of the feed or is at the very least just like, Covered up. So no, I think that just means. <clears throat> I think that just means if you are a lewd artist, you can you can set like a thing to appear. Oh, this is eighteen plus sex art. Don't press yes if you are not eighteen. And then that's, that's it. That's kind of what I mean, mean. Yeah, I think that's a good change because that's way better than having one singular label called sensitive. Everything can be sensitive. <clears throat> Some people want to see lewd art, but don't want to see, my, I don't know, a person's head getting sh- getting cut off or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely so, separating the violence yeah, out. That's a very good change. They, th- they should definitely do this. About the TikTok and Instagram Reels type stuff, mm-hmm. I don't know, isn't that what Twitter already is? I feel like, no, it's like specifically like the TikTok nature of it's like, okay, here's one thing, slide up to see the next uh, next thing, which well, can, I don't want okay. that for everything. Like, I, give me a, a button to tap in and go see like video reels like that separately, and then I can back out of it when I'm done. I do like, to a certain extent, just slowly scrolling through um, 
uh, what's it, messages and things and whatnot on uh, Twitter. It's actually one of the recent updates they did that was super good for, for me with my OCD and ADHD is like they've stopped like actively refreshing the page and then suddenly jumping about wherever you are, oh, like yeah. you're just scrolling down and then it's like, okay, here's a bunch of new posts. We're going to yeah. move where you actively are. That, that drove that me sucks. nuts. And now they've kind of like done away with that, at least on like desktop. I'm not too sure on mobile. I think it's been reduced, but then again, I don't have the latest version of iOS. So maybe I'm just not getting the best version of yet. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> you have like Twitter from 2012. <laughs> that, uh, that, that would. That would. Okay. Oh, there's a good script about like just having like a time machine. Or it's just a busted iPhone or something that shows you Twitter from the future, you know, and you're back in 2012. And it's like, President, what? Oh. <laughs> that would make that would make for a good script. It's just like uh, someone going mad seeing the yeah. crazy things. Australia on fire. Like, oh that God, would be baffling. COVID nonsense and whatever. Yeah, whoa. <sighs> Okay. Well, we will see how great these these tests are. I would like to see that. I'm interested. I, I like TikTok and I like YouTube Shorts mm. mostly. YouTube Shorts is can can be really good, but then also it does really weird shit sometimes. Yeah. How so? Well, I just get really weird recommendations sometimes. It just shows you like those fucking videos of people eating stuff and I really don't like them. I think they, like, like slurp and all of that. I think it is part of the, like, that, the TikTok model of, like, yeah, this is pretty randomized. We'll, we'll show you stuff you like previously if you keep scrolling, but, yeah, we're gonna put random stuff in there as well. Because why not? On TikTok, though, almost, on TikTok, though, almost everything that you see, at least for me, I really like it because the algorithm is just really good. And then on YouTube, it's like, oh, here's a cool science video. I like that. Oh, here's a cool fucking language video. And then, Mm -hmm. oh, this random dumb shit that I really hate. I think the best case scenario is just to down uh, downvote that stuff so like YouTube knows you don't want to engage with it. I do that every time. It doesn't work. (laughs) Damn it, YouTube. Because I do fundamentally I like that that randomness of just pulling in different stuff and exposing it yes. to you via shorts. It's just like the stuff you specifically don't like and YouTube not getting a hint. That's, That's bad. That's the special type of videos where it's just like a GTA video of like cars driving. Mm-hmm. And then there's people saying like, oh, why can the queen move way more in chess than the the king, whatever the fucking pieces are called. And then they're like, well, because the chessboard looks like the kitchen floor. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, fuck off. And every single time is like dumb shit against women. And I think it's always the same channel and the same voice too. And I really hate it. I just want that to go away. Every time I actively even go to this thing where it says, don't show me this again. And it still does it. I don't. The same fucking kind of videos. I am. I'm honestly baffled. Like I have never seen stuff like that. I've seen like mostly short clips from other channels I followed or have created short clip channels, and just like like a lot of those fact videos, animal videos, reposts of those um, TikTok ones of like girls dancing or in, like um, you know the cosplay and making memes about that, like the Squidward uniform one. Like, that's what I've seen. I have never seen anything like that with all my shorts. That is baffling. I really don't like it. And also, there's this this comedy dude, I'm going to call it, this comedy person, who his whole point is just being angry. And I also really don't like him. It's like, oh, this random customer comes into a store and it's like, oh, I, I want fries and a burger but can you but i only have 20 dollars instead of 24 and then he goes like he's like really angry and shouting like oh what you can't pay for this shit like that and i really also really don't like that he's like the most unpolite 
asshole that I've seen on the internet, but he's, yeah. I don't think it's funny if you can be evil in a funny way, but he's like evil in a way that I think is pretty crap. <laughs> yeah. Again, I also dislike it, but mm. I fucking see it all the time, actually. I think I remember the name. I need to type it in. Bloody. Super Vogue or Super Vogue or some shit. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm just going to give my own closing thoughts on this while you search that. I'm interested by this. I think it's a very smart move on Twitter if TikTok is like banned in other regions, but they want to adopt that functionality themselves. It seems a smart move on their part. I'm not sure about like how ethical it is because it's like Facebook just copying other services' features, which, you know, may not be the best. But regardless... I, I don't want this getting mixed up with all, like, the images and, like, text posts. I want those separate. I want a new tab for this or a button I hit to see all that. I don't want it mixed in with everything else. That's my final thoughts on that. I think this is, this is just going to fall on its face, honestly, because mm-hmm. I don't think they will implement it well. Like we've seen with fleets, with their version of stories those posts yeah. that go away after 24, uh, 24 hours. Personally, I really liked that, but most people literally just took like their own tweets and put them in the fucking fleets, which was uh, not the point. And then Twitter was like, well, fuck this. <laughs> they removed think, it again. I think the only one that uh, ever got effective use out of it were the, like big content creators, but it's like, I don't know. Like, why make it a general feature then? Why not just make it a feature for, you know, those people who are verified and whatnot? I liked it, though. It's I, a, I think that's a good concept. Posts that go away after 24 hours. That is that's true. That's the only thing that I like about Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally the only thing I look at if I open Instagram. It's the only thing I post, too. It's just fucking podcast clips in the stories or other things like that anywho we got on a series of tangents there do you mind if i jump on to the next um section crypto mining in your car in the case of the chris elisay i think he uses a bitmain anti-miner s9 asic okay yeah asic yeah asic there we are that is powered by his Model S main battery via power inverter to mine for Bitcoin. Alessi also alleges that he uh, used his car's central processor or a Hokey Intel Atom-based SOC to mine for Monroe using the built-in, te- uh, built-in Tesla web browser. Felicity charging his Model S's fee for the life of the uh, vehicle using Tesla's vast supercharging network. This perk was available to all new Tesla vehicles purchased before January 2017. So in essence, he, he's able to buy Bitcoin while not taking a hit on one of the most expensive components for the crypto mining equation, ongoing electricity costs. That is wild. Do you mind if I read the next part there? Because I think it's like very integral to each other based on that last one. You think? Okay. Sh- yeah, sure. But Tesla, yeah. who aren't so lucky to have free and unlimited supercharging available, the benefits and profits potential are even more dubious. Siraj uh, Ravel, who owns a 2018 Model 3, claims he netted between 400 to 800 per month last year mining for Ethereum. Uh, Raphael's setup is a bit more complicated and involves hacking the Model 3's internal software to gain direct access to the CPU, then piggybacking five unnamed GPUs that tie into the vehicle's main battery. This is... Wild, actually. I didn't think this was that interesting when I read this first because it's just computers in like cars are just computers now. This so infuriates me to no end. Will, because, oh, like, really? yeah, because one of the biggest problems with the chip shortage is is like car manufacturer companies coming along and saying, Hey, we need these for our vehicles, you know, the things that are 
well, you know, having a huge no, impact on climate change and the like. No, there's, there's like a big demand for them as as well, and like pressure to get their service first before like anything else. The fact of actually should really them. be back. Cars have had computers back. in them since like 1994, though. I know, but they are like getting more and more specific, uh, sophisticated, especially with like self-driving cars, like the Tesla, and, like. And that's the man that's like straining the system even further, and it's just going to these bit mining bros that are also getting all the CPU parts. It's like ah ah, well, just they're just no. buying things. I mean, the first person who uses a bit and uh, a bit main ant miner that's literally mm. a chip that can only mine Bitcoin. It's specifically designed to do the Bitcoin functions. Mm. You could not use that for. Like I don't know, playing Call of Duty or whatever. Sure, uh, they had to be produced at some point, but that's I, just what companies do. They just. I sell think there was one of these that was like um, for the opposite end, like graphics and the like, that had like a firmware version of it released on the internet by accident that allowed you to like you know do both on this one thing. And while they did patch it out later, it still exists out there, and you could revert those uh, specific graphic cards back to that uh, version of the software and use them for bit, uh, Bitcoin mining, which is very unfortunate. It is just a problem. I mean, there's, there's other devices that YouTube. you can use for mining, which also have, which have GPUs in them, but an ASIC, you literally can't do anything else with it. Because the logic is hard coded into the thing. Like a GPU is designed to execute random code. This can only do one function. Okay. Um, but the, yeah. So the first story here, I think that is pretty smart because if you have a Tesla with unlimited, uh, yeah, it unlimited makes sense. Charging, yeah, sure, put it, do it. Put it to Elon Musk, like make him pay the bill for that. I don't but- know if I would use the, cars built in chip to mine Monero especially if it's an Intel Atom based one you don't know how well that's cooled do you? You you people who do this mm. I don't think you should do something like this on your car where you will die if something goes wrong well I think the implication is, is like you know he sets it up passively to allow that to happen you know just set the car charging and like lets it tick away mining for it. Well, okay, yeah, sure, but if that chip isn't cooled well because they expect this to run at twenty percent load, but he puts it at one hundred percent load for mm. twenty uh, ten hours, then shit is going to get damaged potentially. You don't know how well this is cooled. That's my main problem. We don't know how these are cooled. If they are cooled well enough, then sure, do it. If it's just designed to handle turning on a windscreen wiper or something, Mm. then, uh, yeah, make sure that it just doesn't run too hot and get fucked. But if you do that, then I think that's a smart idea. About the second one, with Ethereum, I Mm. don't understand... So piggybacking five GPUs, does that mean he like? I think he is connected GPUs in there. Yeah, I think he's connected additional like GPUs there to help with the mining process. How? I mean, that is just like <laughs> I'd imagine they would not have DIY, like just. I, I, I expect that they wouldn't just have left like normal PCIe slots on the fucking processor on the motherboard there because i think this is definitely a lot of retrofitting for this to be possible if that's true i don't know if that's true will don't we don't know i don't even i haven't even put a link for this for some reason i just forgot (laughs) oh well i mean i mean god it is baffling i think this is pretty cool i always like when people like hack things to do something else yeah that but, the ability yeah. to do it is cool i thoroughly disapprove of the crypto mining there excuse me but um yeah yeah, yeah I, I disapprove of that but it is very good ingenuity i have to give them that I don't like when people have huge mining farms i like i'd really like when people just have an idle mining 
program or something set up so they have their mm-hmm. gaming PC and then when they go eat food mm-hmm. for 20 minutes, they can make a bit of money while their PC isn't in use but is still turned on. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, Idle mining as a gamer is enough. great. It's just like, like those farms, like you said, they hog yeah. a lot of resources, not only in terms of energy, but components to make the machine, yeah. which then makes the price far higher for everyone else. You know, individual consumers who only need a single part, whereas like the crypto miners can just bulk buy, which will lower the cost somewhat, and also just like, you know, make them more preferable to deal with because that lowers the shipping expenses for those people, you know, instead of like looking up the logistics of where everything's going just load all these things into one big crate and send it to this individual. And then also, the whole point of Bitcoin and other crypto things like that is to be decentralized, right? So everybody has a little piece of the network, maintains a little bit of the network, which is what mining is. You do the transactions for the network, shifting money around and stuff with maths. Mm -hmm. I think it's like decentralized verification. It's not like every single one is shifting about it's just like everyone's logging this down so that way it's hard to like just yeah. say hack into a central yeah, record yeah. base and then just like change some numbers about and then the, everyone the point is that. that the point is that there's many computers doing this and many people getting bitcoin mo- uh, money for this what is not the point of this is having gigantic warehouses with yeah when 90% of all the, or 99% of all the mining power is coming from that. At that point, it's not decentralized anymore. It's just five warehouses across the world doing all the work. It's bloody terrible. And it's making things very inconvenient for a lot of people across the globe. If you have a mining farm and you listen to this, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it, please. one of the reasons, besides my like shaky hands, that I want to go through like a PC builder locally in Ireland, where I live, is um, just to get access to a good graphics card because they are able to like negotiate and get like shipments in. They still to this day have like the uh, what's it, Geoforce thirty ninety in stock available to like uh, add it to a uh, rig. And, like, you cannot get that, like, for free on the market. Why would you want a 1390, though? Are you insane? What, you do, like, two two 8K screens? My God. I just want videos to render incredibly quickly. (laughs) And I want, like, good quality images for my games. Like, that's all I care about. Like, I have had to stop videoing. That's not what a 1390 is for. (laughs) I don't care. I just want the best. Nobody can do that, but that's like the graphics color that they don't want you to buy. (laughs) I mean, it's also like one of the newest things. And like I said before, I want to coast on this PC next couple of years, you know? Yeah, okay. Don't... Getting a pre-built sucks, though. They make mistakes, and then you will never know how shit it really is. (laughs) I I know, but trust me. My hands are just generally very shaky. And I'm probably going to make far more mistakes. Hello, it is me, Silas, interrupting you again. Sorry. Um, This time, though, I am just asking you to, well, if you enjoy this podcast, please tell all of your friends who you think might also like listening to us talk about random tech and gaming things. Because the number one way how people find out about podcasts, about new podcasts, is just through word of mouth. That's literally true. So you'd do us a great, great favor. And maybe you'd do your friends a favor too, showing them how good and awesome our podcast is. Thank you. Next, next topic is how to make money on Discord. I imagine that's um, just like nudes you know uh, a erotic <laughs> roleplay it's like hey you know 15 15 bucks an hour i'll i'll erotic roleplay with you i've got like a a stock folder of like uh artworks of various characters that i can use here let's go so our note here just starts off with a with a quote 
from the director of engineering at Discord, and I'm going to read it now. I don't know why I did it, uh, did it that weirdly, but okay. We see Discord becoming a home for more creators and communities through products like premium memberships, explains Sumit Vidya. Vaida, Vaidya, I am very sorry. I'm so sorry about your name. (laughs) A director of engineering at Discord in an interview with The Verge. By providing tools that let community creators earn money, more of them will run healthy, engaged communities for longer periods of time. While Discord already has a number of integrations with Patreon, YouTube, Twitch, and other services that let subscribers on other platforms get special perks or privileges, in Discord servers, premium memberships will be fully native to Discord. That means Discord also sets the terms of payment directly, and it has picked a 90-10 split with the creators, allowing Discord communities to keep 90% of all revenue. Premium membership channels will have a small blue star next to them, and if you try to access them, you will be offered the tiers of access that creators have set. In the coming weeks, you might see Discord community servers testing this new feature, and it's something that will expand to more communities next year. That's so basically, basically they will add. So basically, Discord is adding Patreon, but inside of Discord, and I think that's really bloody smart. Yeah, like just a good solid competitor to like uh, the Patreon, especially as it's kind of like being iffy with like NFT stuff, and like Discord has already been beaten down about that, so. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot to say other than, yeah, more competition is good. A better revenue split is for for the best, especially because it has all these other, like, uh, monetization schemes it's going for. I would say just uh, work with that, you know? Allow, allow so, people to yeah. upload various videos that, uh, to these uh, private servers that essentially works the same way as, like, um, YouTube premium vi- uh, videos or... No, YouTube membership videos or exclusive Patreon videos. Just allow people to make the same video uploaded on Patreon to like uh, subscribers there or what's it? Um, YouTube memberships hide it behind that. And now you have this, like it's just a good thing, you know, more options, the better. Yeah, that's true. I kind of re- I kind of saw this coming for like two years at this point, I think, or maybe one year, because Discord's main competitor nowadays, I'm going to call it main competitor or one mm-hmm. competitor, Gilded, have had this for a long time. Ah, they it. that makes sense. Have you heard of Gilded? Nobody has. No, no. So Gilded who, is basically Discord... Maybe- but maybe that'll be for the features. maybe that'll be for the younger zoomers, you know. Kind of like Instagram is for like kind of like middle to older millet and millennials, but the younger ones just uh, don't as much, you know. I only have it because like I'm I do stuff on like uh, streaming and whatnot, and I just upload my stream announcements there. Other than that, I barely touch Instagram. Yet I also know a bunch of people about like five to ten years older than me, use it heavily, like are in love with it. So I, maybe it's just like the secular nature of these things. You know, they make it big and they get the hooks into like a certain audience. And like other than like content creators and like, or people who want to see stuff made by them, like they aren't just going to see a bunch of new users. And who knows, in like six years time, Instagram might just be shut down because like, its user base has died off. What I mean, does this have to do with bleak. Instagram now? What what is even happening? So I was just I was talking about like people not knowing about various things, and that could yeah. just be like you know due to the age. You know, things make a big splash. You discover it when you're kind of younger, and then you're stuck with that. You know, oh, okay. that's your thing. Yeah. Like I may, I may just be stuck with Discord because I've jumped onto that bandwagon, and I won't know anything about Gilded. But that'll be super big for people like five or ten years younger than me. You well, know? maybe I like Gilded a lot, and I've 
They have cool features. Like, do you know how Discord has threads now on servers for when you reply to a message? You can create like a new new thread of messages inside of that message. I have never used that though. You've never you used know, that. It that seems is, neat. I've seen it like pointed yeah. out, but it's like I just prefer to keep replying because it's like it's just an ongoing neat. conversation. Pretty neat. And Gilded have had this for like two years or probably longer. Yeah, that's like that, one that of the old? features that they have. I Gilded thought it was is, like, no, wow. Gilded is, Gilded is, I think Gilded has been launched almost the same time as Discord, but it just didn't like catch on until now where it has a bit of traction. Well, I mean, like um, Discord, it, it doesn't really sound like hanging out with fans, having conversations. Gilded just makes me think of like um, cages of various types, you know? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, kind of dirty joke there, but like... <laughs> Okay. Again, it just doesn't have the good branding that Discord does. I don't also, think Discord is a good name, <laughs> but I don't think Gilded is a good name either. But it has uh, awesome features. I'll be, my I, favorite I thing. Like it. I'm my favorite. It. My my favorite thing about Gilded is mm-hmm. you can have. Well, first of all, you can have different types of channels on Discord. You have a um, text channel or. What is it? A text Voice or channel. sound? Yeah. And then that's it. On Gilded, you have media channels, which look like a gallery. Okay, that's, that is pretty a good. a scheduling channel where everybody can put in their time when they are free. And then you can be like, oh, look, this, this spot, we all five of us have time. And then we can play League of Legends or whatever as a group. And it has a calendar type channel. Sound very useful. The calendar thing, I really like that for streaming because what I can do as a streamer, just put in, oh, every day from, I don't know, 17.30 to 21.50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then John F. in Philadelphia can see those times, but in his time zone. Ooh. And that I, I was like, fuck, I'm going to goddamn install this right now. That was like the point where I was like, that's "Wow, pretty, that's pretty cool!" Like, and actually, one of the reasons I do like um, streaming on YouTube is for that same functionality. I set the stream for my time, and wherever you are in the world, it tells you what time will be starting for you. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. But this works for every platform essentially because it's just another oh. chat thing. It has like a documents feature too. And you can have applications. So before you, before somebody can join, you can have like you can ask them yeah. questions, and it, and it's like, oh well, this person said, I don't know, I hate trans people. Fuck you! In the random question that was, oh, do you play Mario Kart? <laughs> and then you don't yeah. accept them. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and also, yeah, in Mar- on the sixteenth of March. Mm-hmm. Gilded have actually introduced what they call server subs, which is literally what we've just talked about, but they've done it a year ago, essentially. And instead of a 90-10 split, they take 2.5%, which is literally less than apparently any other platform. They have have an example here of Patreon compared to Gilded, uh, and Patreon take a lot. That's of an, uh, to an extent that makes me question how it's monetizable. Maybe, maybe we're just getting like massively raked over the coals beyond anything we know of with the other platforms of Patreon, YouTube memberships, and the like. I I don't know. I'd need like uh, what's it? A certified economist? Oh Jesus, that that was mispronounced. A communist. Hopefully, that's closer. Yeah, you know, to tell me no, no, that yeah, that we're just getting screwed over massively. Till then, like hearing it's that low in comparison to like all the others makes me wonder. Okay, are they just like eating the cost now and are going to raise the prices later after people have jumped on, or can it actually sustainably be done at this price? I actually don't know. Well, it seems to be working well because. Okay last year do you know roblox the game roblox yes that's what all the the kids play nowadays well actually last year in august yeah in august roblox did actually buy gilded for 90 million dollars 
Damn, because I was just about to ask you, is like, what would you think the odds be of like Gilded and Discord doing a merger, given they like cover such no, similar I, groups? It is very similar, yeah. yeah. But another thing that I just realized, Gilded is fucking also way better because <laughs> you have like your own profile, and it has like built oh. in built in tournament features. And built in like rankings things for like different games and stuff. So if you're like, oh, I want to do a new squad for World of Warcraft and I want to find players who are good at this, Dang. this, and this, and you can just search for them, it's pretty cool. Yeah, now in retrospect, like, they really should have merged. Like, the user base of like Discord, given all the functionality of like a Gilded there, that would have been extraordinary. Dang. I am. Um, I like Gilded, though. I like them being separate from Discord because that's what competition does. That is having, true, but. Having another. At the same well, time, they've also been bought up by a parent company for the express yeah. purpose of integration with another one of the services. Well, which that does just means everybody things. who plays Roblox will get an ad for Gilded now, essentially. Probably. I don't know how much they've done with gilded sense but yeah it's yeah. like microsoft i believe was trying very much to like buy up discord yeah if i remember correctly someone was but the user base was like no no keep this independent because every time uh what's it, these big companies buy up these services they slowly start making changes over time that ruin the services more and more and more like we in comparison we saw see this in video games like activision blizzard ea how they started pushing for like mike uh dlc microtransactions season passes loot boxes and the like from all these previously like independent video game companies they just put in more and more and more monetizations and it, it kind of like ruins a lot of services and products out there. I mean, so far, it's past August now, as you notice. And mm. so far, nothing has happened with Gilded. It's pretty good still. Literally, nothing has changed. And also, Roblox and Gilded have said nothing will change except that Gilded now has money and developers. Oh, but God. that sort of thing is what they say every time. I would One, say I watched I watched two lovely videos by People Make Gaming about like developers on Roblox, and I don't want to like regurgitate too much of it here because like they did a really good job, and I'd highly recommend like anyone listening to this to check out those videos after this. They're like very informative if you're like out of the loop on what's going on with the uh, Roblox right now. You can learn a lot. That's happening with those two videos. Cannot recommend it enough. That's that people make gaming. Hmm? Is that a positive thing that's no, happening? No, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. If you know people have made like a YouTube video about it, you know it's either okay. These people have a particular obsession about it and just want to talk about it, or bad stuffs happening. That that's the. The only two reasons of YouTube videos is made. Hey, I want to talk about this, or okay, listen up, folks. Things are getting real in so and so. Anyway, I think that's about it. That one was the fastest out of a lot of them. I do have to say because we all we had to say about it was like, yeah, it's a very smart move for Discord a, to make, yeah, and we approve great it. Great feature. Yeah, it's just paying people money is paying people money is always better than having ads on it, whether people like it or not. That Whenever you have to pay for something, people are like, "Whoop! I want it to be free." It's yes, it's very good. I I would recommend the dual model, like you can do on YouTube. You know, to get um, Genesica YouTube uh, Premium, or what's it? Just watching ads, or me- would membership get you exclusive, like ad free viewing of that channel? You'd think so. I would say, like, it would be a very smart feature on YouTube's part to, like, add an ability to, like, okay, I like these guys so much, I'm not only going to pay them, you know, either through YouTube Premium or channel membership, I'm going to turn ads back on for them so they get that money, too. I don't know if that makes that much sense, because just one view 
with YouTube mm. Premium is like already more than like your whole lifetime of ads. <laughs> well, I think it does generally fluctuate. Like if January, like your YouTube Premium is way more than what you'd get like yeah. per view. But in December, ad rates are pretty damn high because everyone's buying them up. People are yeah. hopping on them because of the Christmas then, season, and it makes January, way more. There's nothing, yeah. <laughs> that that's that's a secular nature of it. Whenever it comes around to like a big holiday or something, they really go up. And if you're not burning through money, you know, you're pacing yourself. That can sustain yourself out as well as like other ad rates throughout the year. They never exactly drop to zero. They're not given away for free. So. Yeah, but like YouTube, from what I understand, premium or memberships, it's stable. But like you can't get as high as you can on like certain certain ad seasons. So No, I think it's always higher than because you because premium watch time is no premium revenue is based on how much you watch on that channel. So if you really mm. like that one channel, just watch it more. That is true. That is true. And also membership on top of that, if you want to support them extra. And it's like, okay, we want to support this one channel. But for the life of me, I can't stand the ads. I actually got a free trial, you know, of uh, premium. And it was, when it was time to come up, it was like, no, no, I can't go back. I can't go back to the ads. Like, if you yeah. have never watched YouTube without the ads, it's just, oh my God. Like, it was like a constant headache to... It's like there was this pressure that's been on my back for years, and then suddenly I took it off, you know? But, like, I would like to see some ads every now and again, because, like, a lot of it was irrelevant to me, or, like, on political stuff I'd watch. I was just getting a lot of Krager U videos to, you know, counter-program them. Uh, them. That's how they do it. But I've I, I, I found a lot of games via, like... um ads on YouTube as well. Some very interesting games, some stuff I backed on Kickstarter. I, I do genuinely yeah. miss seeing that, you know? I wish I could, there was that functionality to like have limited ads and very curated ads where I can just like say, no. No to well, them. I want this specific swath the, of them. I the don't want about, any of this stuff. Because I don't drink personally, I, I don't, but I, I saw a lot of alcohol things. Anyhow, I just interrupted yeah. you there. My bad. The one point I don't like about advertising-based mm. things, about advertising-based services, it just means that the consumer is not the customer of the website. People who use YouTube are not the customer. The advertisers are the customers of YouTube. So all that they do is based around what's good for the advertisers and what makes them happy. Mm. Plus also privacy concerns and other things like that, which I don't like so yeah <sighs> like there's alternatives like youtube premium and stuff and also neva the search engine made by Ooh. i think ex google employees which is uh which is a paid subscribe search engine well which i very much want to use because if you just go to their site it just says oh ad supported search 40 percent ads I think that's true. I think it's probably more than 40% in some cases, if you look at like Google or yeah, something. That is and very yeah, I true. don't like if you look at if you look at your the data that Google stores of you, they have every single thing. And I think that's pretty scary. And I don't like that. But yes, that is this again has been an absolute delight to do with you. This is just it's very fun to just see these various like news topics, some serious, some not so serious, and just like go off on them, you know, have a chat yes. about them, give your thoughts and opinions. It is a very engaging and cathartic activity, and I am very happy to have come on this podcast again. We will have you back many I mean, if, more times. <laughs> I, again, if... Uh, I, I should throw this in at the very end. Apologies for this one coming out a bit late. Uh, normally it's like recorded on a Friday, but on that particular day, I was wrapping up Horizon Zero Dawn, which just kind of went long. I had streamed it for like 22 weeks, including the last day. So it's like, 
I just went long for one like big extravaganza to wrap it up on instead of like doing all the side quests and then leaving the conclusion until next week, you know? So I must sincerely apologize for that. And who knows? You may see me well, again next Friday as well because I don't I'm think free. you have to apologize because our episodes really scheduled before that what, what uh, was literally just random. I would end the episodes <laughs> with just saying, oh, we'll be back whenever, something like that. So this is better than before. <laughs> yeah, I, well, all things go well. You at least see uh, the podcast again. Come next. Um, God, you know, I've seen your name written down. I don't think I've ever seen it down, uh, said aloud before, which made me stutter. Hopefully you see uh, Silas again. Come next Friday. I might be there too. I'm available. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Any goodbye. closing sentiments from you? Oh, just goodbye. goodbye. Just goodbye. You said a lot of things. That's fine. Follow me on Trovo if I ever stream. Trovo.live slash Silas TV. Twitter at Watch Silas TV. Instagram as well. And TikTok. And at Uploading Pod. Follow those. And in the name of brevity, you can find all my stuff uh, via Linktree. That will be in the description of this. Yeah. Ta-ta, wiedersehen, everyone. Until we meet again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day.